love movies. Any comments about how Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will be presented this evening? Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Star Wars movie is going to be hit. <laughs> 100 be million big. in pre-sale tickets already. I have a question. Six years of doing the show. That's Bart Kias. <laughs> Bart Kias, right are you going to leave your house to go to the theater that's what to I see ask, it? That's what I ask him to. There's the right? test. Uh, yes, I will be leaving the home uh, to see this movie, but probably... Two billion worldwide! <laughs> I probably will go like two weeks from now. Oh, well. Yeah, give the criteria. Eventually. He has criteria. Yeah, so uh, I don't want to wait so long that I'm in an audience that doesn't cheer the theme song. The I want to be in an audience that still is cheering when that song starts playing, which of course is going to happen for the first week that's, or two, I assume. Right, be, everyone? Could be a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the days, man, when you just to be a Star Wars movie in a theater for a year and you just walk down and see And it. the same people are in the theater for <laughs> a year. In a way, don't you wish you could go to your hometown theater and go see it again? Wouldn't that be cool? I don't remember exactly what theater I was in. I I remember more than anything the the car ride home from the movie because my buddy Rob and I were in the back of the station wagon. This is back when kids didn't have to be strapped in six ways to Sunday, and you could just get (laughs) rolled around in the back of a station wagon. That that explains everything about you. (laughs) We were in the way, way back, facing the wrong direction, (laughs) right? Remember the the wrong direction seats? And we were Star Wars in cars as they were going by. We were Uh, (laughs) cocky, Bart. Yeah, exactly. But I don't remember the movie. I remember that. (laughs) Oh my god, my family was so crazy. They didn't take us to the movies, so I had the cards, the playing, the like collector cards, and I had toys. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, (laughs) Living the movie through the cards. I put my own game together. Hey, welcome everybody to the Movie Guys sixth annual holiday special. Sith. Sith annual, thank Revenge you. Revenge of the Six. And of course, it's a part of the vast and sprawling movie guy's empire. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> Are we feeling the Christmas spirit? Yeah, yeah buddy. Totally. Or is it the Force? Hard to tell. I had some eggnog. Could be going either way. <laughs> Regardless, we're in a great mood here. It's your ground zero for all things movies and comedy. The Admirals Club, home of the movie showcast. You can catch a new show from us every week on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, and more. Absolutely free. Also, check out WBAD.net, where we air Fridays on Internet Radio at 4 p.m. Eastern. The jokes are flowing, as Bart mentioned. The nog is flowing, and the special guests are flowing. As we'll have a visit today from longtime friend of the show and a real movie guy, Stephen Lewis, Yay! to fill our hearts with an inspirational holiday tale. I love when he does his holiday tales. 
It's almost a tradition, Karen. <laughs> Plus, the Boubet sisters will be with oh. us spreading cheer. Karen knows them personally. I do. They're lovely women. Just don't leave them alone in an alley. They will be spreading cheer, rumors, and legs. And oh. as long as we're talking Star Wars, it's only right to have well, with that us I right see. now from Top of Show, the Phantom yeah. Editor and repeat guest of the showcast, Mike J. Nichols. Yay. Hey, Mr. Nichols. I'm That's always nice. afraid when we have the Phantom Editor around that we're going to get shut down by Lucas. I would love <laughs> a cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, Are you still in contact with them? Do they still just remind oh, yeah, you everyone's yeah, yeah. wrong? I, I should be getting the Christmas card. Quit being a dick great. about it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. This I moved, so it is difficult now at this point. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you moved That's because throw, of them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> throw Lucasfilm off? Yeah. Disney? I don't think so. No, yeah, they're they're going to find yeah, you. Disney knows where you live. Yeah, this is all new now. Check the point. mortgage on your house. I'm sure their name is on it. <laughs> this is our last show of 2015, so we'll look at some of the other films coming out before year's end as well. We'll have a gift exchange. Yay. We'll be checking in from time to time with the Scrooge Tracker. Oh, because we're contrary that way, Paul. Usually people check in with the Santa Tracker. Uh-huh. Screw that. Yeah. We want to know where Scrooge yeah, is. Either way, it's a fascinating journey. <laughs> and that's really what we're all about. I want to keep my eye on that guy. I don't know where he is. Uh, there'll be some music and laughter, and hopefully your hearts will be warmed. Oh. Oh. Hearts or something. Well, obviously, uh, we're going to be talking about the big movie of the week. Month. Year. Decade. Era. History. Lifetime. It's Star Wars The Force Awakens. No big deal. It's been waiting 32 Not years. No big deal, yeah. For a sequel to Return just of the a, Jedi. Opens Friday, movie. December 18th, and to help us celebrate the big day, we also have in studio one of the film's stars, oh. the Christmas Ewok. Yay! Christmas Ewok. It is the season. <laughs> What's that? Here, leave I said it's my... great to be here. Yub, yub. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's some of that Ewok talk. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's wrong? You should be excited to be in the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. This is the biggest one yet. I uh, I got cut out. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh, thanks. Paul. Well, it's hard to do a show about movies this week and not mention Star Wars. Yeah, so. everywhere I look, it's Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Okay, all this hype then must be rather painful. Yeah, well, I mean, all this advertising, everything makes me cry from macaroni and cheese to buying a Dodge Charger. Putting coffee made in my coffee. Oh, he's starting to—he's starting to cry. Do Ewoks cry? Oh, 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 get the mic right in on it. <laughs> oh, they do okay, in the special here. edition. Do Ewoks? Uh, I, can, I can hear him crying. Do Ewoks have a holiday like Christmas? We call it Life Day. Yub yub. Wait, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Wookies call it. <laughs> yeah, they stole that from us. Okay, look here. I, I got you a present. There you go. Look at No. <laughs> Go ahead and unwrap it. I'm working on it. Oh. On our life day uh, here, we okay. give gifts and sing about fat and thin half deities. <laughs> it's a gift certificate. Uh huh. Good for one preview of a challenging art film. <laughs> oh. It's Animalisa. <laughs> said the holiday season is all about joy and merriment? Well, not Charlie Kaufman. That's not who. If you're getting a little too much Christmas joy this holiday season, well then, Animalisa is the movie for you. Here's the movie that answers the burning question, when is a good time of the year to release an animated puppet adaptation of Barton Fink? Just in time for Oscar season if you're Charlie Kaufman. Here's an animated film that's just for adults. Oh, I've seen one of those. Is, mm-hmm. is that the one about the tentacle that sneaks around girls' locker rooms? <laughs> This isn't tentacle porn. Oh. Or this is oh. a movie about unanimated adults portrayed by animated stop-motion figures. Stop-motion? Like uh, Coraline and uh, the Box Trolls? Hmm. 
So how creepy is it going to be? I mean, you, you can't do that genre without being dark and creepy, right, Paul? Look, stop-motion animation was invented in 1898 oh, and perfected wow. by the likes of George Millais on through maestros like Ray Harryhausen and Ardman Animation. Okay, th- through, through the likes of Chicken Run and Fantastic Mr. Fox, stop-motion animation is even more popular today than the highest of high-tech CGI heavy motion capture animation. Isn't that right, Robert Zemeckis? According to Paramount via AppleTrailers.com, and I'm paraphrasing here, Animalisa is about Michael Stone, a husband, father, and respected author of the book, How May I Help You Help Them, who is crippled by the mundanity. Mundanity? (laughs) It's a word. Mundanity? Mundanity. Uh, As he sets off on a business trip to Cincinnati. Oh, hold on a second there. Yeah, I think I see the problem here. (laughs) Cincinnati isn't exactly a cure for mundanity. Nonetheless, while on this business trip, he discovers a possible escape from his desperation in the form of an unassuming Akron-based baked goods sales rep named Lisa. Well, I've always said if there's anything that's a cure for mundanity in Cincinnati, it's Akron-based baked goods sales rep. (laughs) Tell you what, audience, buckle up. This is going to be a wild ride. (laughs) Animalisa tells the story of an unmotivated motivational speaker living in an existential crisis in a broken-down hotel, the Alfragoli. Named for the paranoid delusion that everyone is the same person and out to get you. What? Why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> the reoccurring synopsis. <laughs> the recurring synopsis for this movie is a man struggles with his inability to connect with other people. That's probably because he's a cartoon. Oh. Cartoons always fail to connect with other people. Isn't that right, Jonah Hill? Oh. Nothing. That's two isn't that rights. Oh, is it? Okay. Somebody's leaning a little too heavily on that button for the show. Okay. You say, Somebody spiked the nog. You know, Paul, there's nothing sadder than sad cartoon characters, and statistics show that sad cartoons... Is that right, Droopy Dog? No, I got nothing. Continue. Sorry, go ahead. Perfectly to wit. Uh, and statistics show that sad cartoon characters are two times more likely to commit suicide during the holiday season and in a Charlie Kaufman movie. And they're right, Eeyore. <laughs> Believe it or not, or super believe it, this comes from the writer of Synecdoche, New York, being John Malkovich in adaptation, Charlie Kaufman, who once again makes a movie that shouldn't exist. <laughs> it features the voice talents of David Thwellis and Thulis. Thulis. Fun to say, get it right. Thulis. It's good Thulis. Thulis. And Jennifer Jason Lee. Plus, years after weirding us out in the films like Manhunter and The Last Action Hero, Hero over 22 years ago, Tom Noonan is back, Ooh. and director Charlie Kaufman has him doing numerous voices in the film, leaving us only to imagine how weird-looking he must be now. <laughs> Animalisa breaks ground in animation by showing stop-motion stop 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 characters urinating and jerking off in public parks. <laughs> this is the first animated film to show these explicit acts. Beating Hoodwinked 3 by four months. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's who? Which I don't know what that means, but... I looked everywhere to, f- to figure out what the title was. Yeah, I don't know. Because you know me, I'm a big I'm a big title guy. I need title in my movie. You I Google need, it, film comes up. Yeah, there's no there's no character named Animalisa, right? It's... Don't what know. is it? Don't know. Maybe One of the characters' names is Lisa. I'll tell you what it is. This is your challenge to Inside Out for Best Animated Film Oscar. Yeah, because this already, is like an adult. Yeah. Because they they allowed that category in the Oscars, and then they've had like they try to go adult, nice, mature movie. And they give it to Shrek and Happy Feet. To, yeah, 
every once in a while they just have to give it to Jimmy Neutron or whatever. You know, it's like they just like, well, we created <laughs> it was nominated. We created the category. We have to kind of go with it sometimes. I yeah. feel like this movie has a shop for um, people who are like me who liked romantic comedies and liked adult movies that didn't have a lot of things blowing up. But in order to accomplish that and to get an audience, they had to go animated. Yeah, which they, is so weird. Something a hook. Yeah, you, know, you have for, a hook, so you're like, oh, we have a good story. That's not enough. We're gonna we do it animated. Interesting characters. Nope, 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 nope. Is this in 3D? Well, this is this is a bone <laughs> I pick with animated movies like this. The the whole point of this like animation. This. Well, yes. <laughs> Has this happened before? By by that I mean the whole point of this animation, stop motion or otherwise, seems to be to make it look as real life as possible. Well, Especially there's a way to get things to look like real life. Hire real actors, <laughs> yeah. shoot real sets, do it in real it, life. Well, I think, but then it's not an art form, right? Yeah, yeah. This, but I think this doesn't go quite as far as the motion capture animation that Zemeckis did. Like the Beowulf often looked like people doing stuff. Yeah. So what's the point? I'm that, I'm that one. I'm with the. Uh, this, uh, uh, this is truly from someone uh, like like. What you couldn't find an actor to jerk off in public? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we could have found that actor. Bart, I'm sorry, some yeah. art is not photorealistic. Sometimes oh, okay. you want to present an animated form. I think that was the point on this: is to create something humanistic but animated. Now, I hope that this movie reminds me of a um, yummy, chocolatey kind of dessert. Remember, like those um, Rankin Bass? It always seemed sure. like a big... Oh, this is... The Rankin Bass Rankin sampler Bass. platter? Yeah. It just seemed like whenever the snowman would come down at the beginning of Rudolph, I just wanted to eat all the snow because it looked like a bunch of frosting. And huh. then the guy, Cornelius, the one who goes and... He's edible. He's, he's got edible. like that, that mustache that looks like um, that one of those uh, Twinkie type things. I can't remember what it's called. Yukon Cornelius. Cornelius. He yeah. looks like you could eat him. Hey, do you guys get the internet around here? Uh, Sometimes. I read an article on the internet about why he licks his pick. Oh, ass. why? I, for all for years, I think we all just assumed that he had this innate ability to tell whether there was silver or gold in the ground, right, by licking his pick. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. Nothing. There's a whole scene that's been cut out from the very beginning. In the original version, he's looking for a peppermint mine. Oh. And he finally ah. strikes it, and he 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 discovers a peppermint mine. Oh. But that's why he licks it throughout the whole show because he's Wait. looking for peppermint. Oh. Wait, you searched for this? No, I was busy at work, and it came up. Oh. <laughs> he was busy at work on Facebook. <laughs> we were looking for marketing stuff. <laughs> He's trying to find a way to improve the company. It's just you weird know that who, you search for it, but it's also weird that you found that. Found you that. know who would actually know if that's true is the Christmas Ewok. Oh, is that true? Let's ask Christmas Ewok. Why did he sing silver and gold if he was looking for peppermint? He wants to know why he sang silver or gold if he was yeah. looking for peppermint. Talk into the mic, Ewok. Yeah, I know you're. Uh, why did he sing silver and gold if he was looking for peppermint? I think we know why I, you were coming I, out. I, no, I, don't I think he's. <laughs> I think I woke what? him up. Thanks for that. Yub yub. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, we have uh, we also have gifts here. This oh. is this is for you. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. Wow. All right, let go. me see what we got. That's gift so from nice. an Ewok, Paul. I've never gotten a gift from a Christmas Ewok. What? What is it? What do you got there, Paul? It's a dead fish skeleton. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We Ewoks use that as a uh, comb. It's a traditional Ewok gift. Oh. Yub yub. <laughs> <laughs> There's still some flesh on it. <laughs> That's also considered a compliment. Like the like the Ewok phrase, piss up a pole. Piss up a pole. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, a compliment. it's pronounced piss up a pole. All right, listen. Did we really just cover Anna Melissa before Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, For the love man. of God, let's you. get to the good stuff. Right. <laughs> we haven't had two years of it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad he gave you that present. It was starting to stink over here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll throw it over there in the okay. corner that's, a little bit. I mean, I'll get it later. Just that's where we're putting it. Throw some air freshener yeah. trees in that bag. 
Uh, the time has come to talk about what the whole world is talking about. Great. Almost there. The wait of a lifetime is almost over. Almost there. Just in time for Christmas, a story of hope for fans of the original series. Or maybe a tale of what happens Christmas morning when the kids jump on the parents' bed at 5 a.m. It's The Force Awakens. Adam, let's talk about it. Stop what you're doing and run to your nearest movie theater. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> this Friday, the hills will be alive with the sound of John Williams, as movie fans will once again be transported to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, or at the very least, to their childhood. Yes, a new Star Wars movie will be hitting the big screen for the first time in 32 years, unless you count the prequels, and who would? <laughs> Whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, you can't help but enjoy the rare feeling of the electricity surrounding a movie release. Like the prequels or not, the buzz is in the air. This tangible, palpable excitement is reserved almost exclusively for Star Wars. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's... It's an energy field created by all living things. It <laughs> surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. That's it, yeah. But, but this installment isn't some ordinary rare Star Wars release. No, this is Episode 7, the first sequel to Return of the Jedi in 32 years, reuniting a cast whose return is all the more welcome for the lack of them in Episodes 1 through 3. With this new film, Star Wars brings a new creative team, none of whom are named George Lucas. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> Ever since George Lucas wrote The Phantom Menace, angering fans, people have been asking, why don't they bring back Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the fan favorites The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi? The wish is granted. Long live Jumpy. <laughs> Even as far back as Raiders of the Lost Ark, fans have been begging Steven Spielberg to direct a Star Wars movie. The wish is granted. Long live Jumpy. Because J.J. Abrams is pretty much kind of the new Spielberg. Yeah, mm -hmm. see that. Now, the early reviews are outstanding with a few holdouts on vegetable movie reviews or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, I can only imagine uh, how clever they think they are. Uh, oh, J.J. Abrams, Death Star, Lens Flare. Blah. Wow. I wish this like, episode was on the planet that blew up. Whatever, yada, yada, yoda. Mm, see, not this film you must. Thanks, vegetable movie nice. reviews. <laughs> there isn't that much out there about the plot, but this movie introduces a new cast and new ah, characters. La, 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 la. I'm spoiler free here. Come on, spoiler free. But you know it contains characters. Ah, Paul, I know this show contains characters, but I know nothing about the movie. So wait, you haven't seen a trailer for The Force Awakens? Ah, don't tell me the title! You don't know the title? Uh, I, no, I do, well, I do now. Great, now I'm going to be tossing around possible meanings for that all night long, Paul. Well, why don't you distract yourself by still wondering what a phantom menace is? It's uh, what you get when you don't treat a shadow recruit, right? I think you're thinking of a ghost protocol. The film stars... How will that spoil it? If you name them, I'll be up all night wondering what type of character each of them is playing. Daisy Ridley? Never heard of her. John Boyega? Who? Adam Driver? All right, that's enough. Because now I'm wondering which of them is the Luke type, which of them is the Han Solo of the group, you know, which one of them is the girl. <laughs> so I've been spoiled enough. Don't mention any more of the cast. Oh, that's well, I can tell you who the Han Solo of the group is. No! Harrison Ford. Ah! Well, well now you're just messing with me. Now, Harrison Ford is back in a Star Wars movie. I don't believe you, Paul. Look at the poster. Holy crap, who are all those people? Ah, spoilers, there's robots in it? Okay, then I, I won't tell you Luke Skywalker is in it. Oh, now I know you're lying. It's not even on the poster. Oh, you don't believe me? 
Go see the movie. What? And have the whole thing spoiled? My guess is Adam Driver plays the girl. (laughs) And Adam Driver (laughs) as the girl. Oh, my good lord. Tomorrow. Tomorrow we see a Star Wars movie. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow evening. By this time tomorrow we will have seen it. Oh, my God. Everyone in this room is going to see it? Ewok, you going to see it? Ewok. uh, Don't you have, like, passes? Didn't they spiff you out? I don't want to leave my house. Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. You guys have houses? (laughs) Or is this like a hollowed out tree? Oh, it's a hut at the top of a tree. That's right. (laughs) Paul, you've seen the movie. He lives in a hut. I went uh, zip lining and I felt like an Ewok because they go from treetop to treetop. Oh, cool. yeah. Zip lining. That would feel like an Ewok yeah. village. Is that, do you feel like you're, you zip line? We don't zip line. <laughs> no, you, you know when you go from treetop to treetop? Yeah, top I think he knows. He's just we angry. use vines. Oh, oh. You saw the, the Chewie doing the Tarzan deal? Vines and torches. Yeah, that's not a zip line, that's a vine. The point is. The thing that was missing from the prequels <laughs> was Han Solo. I always said it was Han Solo, or at least the Han Solo element. Type. There's so no Han Solo they, type. Br- they, they went beyond that to yeah! actually bring back Han Solo for the next movie. I can't it, believe it's happening. Yeah, because if there, Harrison Ford wasn't in this, there would be some guy that would be like, eh, Han Solo type. You oh, know? I thought Oscar Isaacson, well, he'll be the uh, Han Solo. Nope. He no, can't be because no, we got Han Solo. Han Solo. It's gonna you don't be, need another Han Solo. It's going to be crazy to see him dressed as Han Solo being called Han Solo in a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that hasn't Spoiler. happened in a while. I gotta tell you, I've been catching up on the movies again just to remind myself Aren't about it, right? and just seeing Han Solo being Han Solo when he was young. Right. Holy shit! I forget. I don't Those think pants, I was right. Those pants. I, here's what's happening: is whenever I first it. saw the movie, I was still not quite old enough to understand what was happening there. In Holy cow! He's hot. It's craziness. That's one of those movies where I, I a mo- that we would just rewatch Star Wars. I've rewatched it several times in the last few weeks. That movie is already one of the greatest movies of all time. And then Han Solo enters. Like, yeah. it's already <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah. So and then I, Han Solo comes. You're like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I heard a, uh, a small review of this movie on the way over to the show tonight. They didn't discuss any plot or anything. Oh, but, he, but he did say something that made me wonder what I need to do to prepare for this movie. Do I need to go watch all six of them? Or can no. I just watch no. four, five, and six? Four, five, and six. Okay. Four, five, and six. Okay. Because okay. that's now I want to because I just realized I probably don't remember as much as I think I do. And I would hate to have to go back to number one well, and start there. I hadn't seen Empire in a long time. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike, and I, and a couple other friends watched it because friend of the show Natalie Lipka from mm-hmm. the Hollywood Close Up Podcast was on our show a year ago, telling us she hadn't seen That's Star right. Wars. That's right. Her co-host Wayne Frazier changed that earlier this year. They had an intervention. Intervention, <laughs> a whole big Good thing. Man. They, they like tackled her, took her to a house, whatever, and had a cake, <laughs> and they watched it. We showed her Empire. Tomorrow we watch Jedi in the afternoon, and when that's done, we're off to see. Oh, Force two hours Rikers. later, we are yeah. off. And is Jedi a good movie? I can't remember. Yes, it it's is. It's a movie. It's a good it's movie. Good. Yeah, it's got yeah, a lot of great okay. stuff in it. Luke yeah. Skywalker is the best part of the whole movie. Um, His journey is so great. Yeah, because when you watch three, all three back to back, you see yeah. Mark Campbell does a fantastic job. Like, of, he is of, the Tashi Station guy in the first one. Yeah. yeah. But by but by Bespin and fighting lightsabers with Darth Vader. You're like, yeah, well, he's I, having trouble then. Yeah, exactly. Until the third one, he's like, oh, I got this. I right got this. Right from the beginning. From taking out Endor. Uh, Here's the great thing about The Force Awakens. I love the big secret. There's Luke Skywalker's not on the poster. Yeah. He's going to have the greatest entrance. Oh my we, God. Don't, we don't know what he looks like. We haven't seen him in any clips. Yeah. So when he actually enters the picture, it's already going to be exciting, right? <laughs> Seeing Han Solo, <laughs> Carrie Fisher, you know. But 
he's clearly got an entrance that we <laughs> yeah, yeah. is not going to be blown in any way. Yeah. And by the way, every I finally I've watched each trailer once. Finally, I, I I went unspoiled for a long time. Oh, good. And then of course every beer commercial has three of the same clips, three of the same yeah. shots. I mean, something blows up behind Daisy Ridley as she's running. I'm gathering that from the Jeep commercial, <laughs> yeah. the Cheez It commercial. Yeah, uh, but um, but. I think all of the clips we've seen are in the first 15 minutes of yeah, the movie. I, do I really do think we've not seen anything from about 25 minutes in. Well, I noticed the Christmas Ewok is not on the poster either. No. <laughs> and he was cut from the movie. So. Poor guy. Let me tell you something. From there's a lot there. Yeah. We, 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 when we watched Empire Strikes Back, I forgot how <laughs> funny that movie is. Because such a dark when the Empire wins and everything. But Darth Vader not being able to get one single minion of his to do his bidding yeah. is hilarious. Every time you see him, there's a guy choked out, dying, and he and he goes on with the next line. And there's the one scene yes, yeah. where he's got three guys three. checking in with him via hologram from three different ships, and we cut to that scene right after you see an Empire ship explode. Yes. So when they cut to the three holograms, one guy's just going, ah! It's just the funniest <laughs> damn thing in the world. And he just continues to tell the two well, guys what, what his bidding I is. I just was watching um, the uh, Empire Strikes Back, and in there, Darth Vader comes up to a guy who has to report that something bad happened, and there's another guy next to him. <laughs> and so Darth kills the one guy, and the other guy's just like, uh-oh, and then he gives that guy the job the other guy just had and the guy's not happy about it. He's kind of like, oh no. Admiral Piet. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like, oh no. Don't disappoint me. <laughs> Don't fail me. You just saw what happens when I get disappointed. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, all right, well, listen, we've joked uh, about not knowing anything about the story of The Force Awakens, and we're happy to have it that way. There's a great deal of mystery created by keeping the production on lockdown as far as story leaks go. Uh, you know about this, uh, don't you, Mike? A little bit? Yeah, I have uh, friends that have either participated in seeing it or seeing little bits of it. And um, Disney has this amazing non-disclosure agreement. Do you know what a non-disclosure agreement is? We call no, them no, an NDA. Yeah, yeah, NDA. Yeah. It has an amazing yeah. NDA. Uh, and the other day I happened to get a copy of it. I don't. I think I mentioned this to you, Paul. Uh -huh. um, printing it out was 4,000 pages. So these what? are things that they give people who have either seen elements of it, know oh, elements of it, and I get a copy amazing. of it, and I began reading it days ago. It's 4,000 pages. Wow. Let's um, have some highlights. Well, actually, when you go through the beginning well, of it, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty standard <laughs> stuff. You know, for the first 100 pages, it's pretty standard stuff. Okay. But I, I wanted to bring attention to this. Um, mm -hmm. This is where it starts to be uh, a little bit weird. Um, line item number 124. Mm -hmm. Signy must not discuss information contained regarding the plot, story, characters, etc. featured in Star okay. Wars and The Force Awakens. Okay. Or the legal division of Disney Corporation will evoke action to recoup losses of a monetary value of $4.6 million and upwards. That's if you speak, they find out that you wow. say anything. Wow. That's where oh I thought it was. Gosh. I thought that was weird at first, but then if you read uh, uh, more... Uh, here, line item number 1056, <laughs> it says, if Sony discusses information regarding plot, story, characters featured in the Disney film, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, Disney will hunt down and destroy all that is left of your family <laughs> and test its battle station's destructive power <laughs> on your home planet, condo, or one-bedroom apartment. Okay, I think wow. we all remember what happened to Alderaan. Perhaps those peaceful sure. bastards revealed spoilers to Return of the Jedi. And then in Asterix, underneath, it says... You think we're kidding around? This is not possible. Ha! We're Disney, bitch! <laughs> Isn't that the same agreement you sign when you work there? 
Yeah, I think we signed that when we worked yeah. on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. To become a Disney bitch, right? Right. They make you a Disney bitch. Okay. <laughs> At the end of Pirates of the Caribbean, they'll put, we're Disney. It ends everything. That's legal. Yeah, but people don't stay long for those movies, so you never see that at the end. We're Disney, right, right. bitch. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. Well, wait, before you do, I want to say that if Disney wanted to get $4.8 million out of me, they'd have a better shot destroying my whole planet. 4.6. Well, well, I'd like to see them to get that <laughs> So out you got some breathing room So reveal there, whatever you want. Yeah. Right? Some, um, right. Reveal everything you know right now, Karen. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen this? Right? Reveal everything. Reveal everything. Uh, moving in farther, there is a line item, and this is number 3263. Okay. Uh, if Sine discusses information regarding plot story, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Disney will knock your ball sack oh, into the Outer Rim galaxies with this searing pain as if Evil Could Evil jumped over 17 end-to-end X-Wing fighters on a 1970s bicycle made by Schwinn. <laughs> And his failure racked his testicles repeatedly on bicycle said crossbar. It's this legalese I can't follow. It's, it yeah. is the legal. That's J- the mumbo like, jumbo. What are they saying? And it says, if you think Mickey Mouse talks that way on purpose, this is what happens when someone reveals plot points of a Disney over $200 million Army fan. I can't even save his name. Army Hammer vehicle film entitled The Lone Ranger. Coincidentally... The same thing happened to the guy who greenlit that film as well. <laughs> and the end quote says, we'll do this because we're Disney, bitch. Uh, that's, Mike, that's I right. have a question. What if um, I? What if we don't have balls? Actually, it's right, right underneath. It right. says, what? really? They've and got, they've covered that too. the stipulation is, if you yeah. don't have balls, Disney scientists will surgically implant them, oh. let them oh. grow to proper form and fruition, and then do the whole ball smashing bike crossbar <laughs> kind of thing. Wow, thank you very much. I thought they were just going to go with the butt or something. I have one more. Oh, this okay. is on page 4007, which Whoa. completes the document. This you read be, the whole thing. This must be the I, real I went through threat. It. Yeah. This is like deep Google. <laughs> if Sine discusses information regarding plot, story, characters, etc. featured in the mm-hmm. Disney film mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, Disney will employ none other than George Lucas oh. to write, produce, and direct special editions and or oh. prequels mm. oh. to The Godfather, Ooh. Citizen Kane, and the entire Pixar movie catalog. Oh, Disney, oh. you son of a bitch. And then underneath it says, if you think it's not possible, ha! We're, We're Disney, Disney, bitch! Got it. Thank wow. you. Mike, you're, <laughs> such an, you're an insider. Yes. That's impressive. Well, 4,000 pages, you say? You printed all that out? Yes, it's printed yeah. out. Yes. Yeah. Hey, that's something, Ewok. Well, I, I, I kind of <laughs> relate to that. I, I mean, I know where you're coming from. With, with 20th Century Fox, we were an adorable, lovable uh, creature. But uh, on, and now in the Disney fold, we're just one of a uh, hundred million uh, adorable creatures. And Disney let us... I think I, I think I sent you the voicemail that I got last, last week. Oh, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Hi, guys. It's Mickey. Just a reminder, you might be cute, but you've got to think about the star of the franchise. Don't go forming some rebel alliance on me. <laughs> I mean it. You saw what happened to Mufasa and the Lion King? That's you guys times infinity. <laughs> Have a great day! Right into town. <laughs> That's a little scary. You think that music plays everywhere Mickey Mouse goes? He just walks around, there's <laughs> fun music from his movies playing. Of course he's magical. That's a bit of a threat there, uh, Christmas Eve. I'm, I'm yeah. staying in my home. Yeah, I understand yeah. that why you are. Well, you were I, anyway, right? Yeah. He was anyway. He wasn't going <laughs> on the couch. Out. You really weren't going anywhere. <laughs> to keep myself secure, I'm drinking and sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Onward. I'm, I'm making. I'm referencing. Oh, careful. To be Don't Wait a second. Actually, Bart. Don't give me that look. Bart. 
happens yep. here. You want to do a segment called Bart Spoils the Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. No. Why yes, no. Why, yes, Paul, I think that'd be great. I, that sounds like the worst idea of all time. Look, Paul, it has been happen. said many times, many ways here on the Movie Guys <laughs> Showcast. Well, actually, it's been said only one way, that we are first and foremost journalists uh-huh. and then entertainers. Ah. Yes. And so I would feel remiss, as remiss. said journalist, if I didn't share with our audience some extremely exclusive information that I have regarding the new Star Wars movie oh that is boy. set to be released in the next day or two. Okay? Right. I have obtained first-hand information regarding the plot. Non-disclosure agreement be damned. La, 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 go la, ahead. Jeez. Regarding the plot of The Force Awakens, and though a lot of our listeners, Adam, Mike, actually everybody in this room, mm-hmm. do not want to be given any advanced information about the movie, there are... For not to, but I'm, we're, here, we're here with the show. I mean, you know, I've given you your time. It's hard to believe, but there are those of us who like to know just what it is we are getting into. After all, $13 is a lot to plunk down, and so before <laughs> I spend my hard-earned money, yes. I would like to know what the heck it is I'm about to see. All right? So anyone who You're does one of those guys. You're I am that guy. I am that guy, not just one of them. <laughs> I am you are the, that guy that wants to know the story you're going that's into. That's right. I'm the guy. That's I want to know. Differ. I'm the guy. Is it the movie I thought it was going to be? <laughs> okay. <sighs> so anyone who doesn't want to have the plot to the new Star Wars movie spoiled for them, I suggest you go Please. ahead and divert your ears from our showcast for the next few moments while I explain the entire plot to The Force Awakens. Okay, just turn the volume down for two seconds. Don't turn us yep. off. Should I, okay. should no, no. I, just turn it down. Go so, ahead. Should I pull my headphones off? If everyone's ready... Here we go. It's about a group of older people who go to outer space. I hope I didn't give anything away there. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. That's it? This is very different. Can I put the headphones back on? Yeah. Yes! Okay, okay. I think I nailed it there, right? Okay, yeah. listen. We have to get to our gift exchange. Actually, you know what? Mike's got to go. Very oh. busy man, Mike J. Nichols. Oh. So I want to get to his segment about uh, Star Wars marketing. It's everywhere, right? As as it has been for every Star Wars movie. But I think Mike's going to cover the extreme examples. All I, right. I do want to say one thing. On the way here, I saw uh, Hewlett Packard, uh, the computer company, is selling a Star Wars notebook computer. But it, Adam, it's not just Star Wars notebook. No. It's Star it's Wars special edition oh, notebook oh, computer. Jesus. Yeah. So upon looking at it, whenever you uh, glaze on the internet, <laughs> little robots fly across the screen of whatever <laughs> yeah. document you're working on, and it's like beep, 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 beep. Yes. <laughs> Why did they call it that? I don't know. It's it really a bad. I mean, it's a special edition it's laptop. Not like the fir- it's not like the notebook came out first and then they have this. It's special. a special edition laptop, as it is Star Wars themed, but you just shouldn't use those words. Somebody no. wasn't thinking. Yeah. It didn't come from Mac. Um, well, anyway, I, I, everybody's sort of getting on the you know mac and cheese and jelly bellies. Everybody's sort of getting on the bandwagon. Uh, it's kind of easy to ex- explain, but I think the better idea is to play examples. I brought a few examples, and Paul, if you have those uh, carded up. I do. Uh, this is from uh, cable television, actually. Okay. Somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way. Empire delivers new carpeting in 72 hours. If we made our carpet commercials as fast as we deliver our carpeting, it'd sound like... That's real. That's amazing. Everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, Paul, I believe you have uh, more. Oh, I do. Let me play this one. I'm not sure what you're playing next here. You know, Viagra helps guys with erectile dysfunction get and keep an erection. Talk to your doctor about Viagra. Ask your doctor if your heart is healthy enough for sex. Do not take Viagra if you take nitrates for chest pain. 
It may cause an unsafe drop in blood pressure. Side effects include headache, flushing, upset stomach, and abnormal vision. Having trouble with your drugs? No. No problem. To avoid long-term injury, seek immediate medical help for an erection lasting more than four hours. It's too big. Stop taking Viagra and call your doctor right away if you experience a sudden decrease or loss in vision or hearing. Ask your doctor So the line was having trouble with your droid. Yes, I like that. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start calling my junk my droid, and that way I can say to her, "This is the droid you're looking for, baby." Zing, bing, wing. Um, Also, this is it's starting to move as not just commercials, but as far as programs, and they're trying to educate people. And this is a message that came out. And Paul, I believe you have this. I do. Hi. I'm Skip Johnson with a message from the National Rifle Association. Alderaan was a peaceful planet with no weapons. And you remember what happened to them. Star Wars The Force Awakens opens this Friday in theaters everywhere. That's amazing. It's topical, poignant, and uh, hey, you know, I think they got a point. It's pretty damn scary. Everybody's getting on it. Um, (laughs) I know that Disney now has even started to, there's eight, what is there, Paul, eight commercials? There's two trailers, and there is eight commercials, and a couple of them have actually, they've actually left using John Williams music, and they've chosen other forms of music, and I just found out uh, earlier that they have have, uh, commercial number nine, Paul, and it's using... You've heard it. I love when we break news on here. This yeah. is good. This is commercial number nine, and I think this is actually perhaps one of the biggest premieres. It's just hours ago okay. that this is the new Disney commercial marketing. And it's aiming towards younger people. It yeah. is. It's leaning toward a particular audience, oh, okay. yes. All right. All right. Party people in the house. This is Kylo Ren. You might have started it, but I'm going to finish what you began. You really want it. You really need it. We paid for billion dollars just for you. Yo, it's about that time to bring on forth the new force to the timeline. We got Raid, Finn and Poe, and a lot of other shit that you don't know. There's tons of rumors up in your face. We got plenty of secrets out here in space. Like this one, no Jar Jar or Lucas, because we got JJ. Yo, yo, people in the house, come on, recognize. We got Luke Skywalker, Leia, Chewie, and Pan. So bring your mom and dad. Yo, bring your boy and girl. The box office to beat Jurassic World. Yeah, there you go. Oh, see, now, if I'm 20, I'm going to that. Yeah, I know. It's kind of appealing. <laughs> yeah. It's much like uh, Weird Al makes me... Uh, I like that version better than the real one. <laughs> is there a real version? Of that song, I think. I don't even know what that LMFAO is. LMFAO sounds like it, maybe. Sure. Sure. I don't yeah, know. I'm not actually sure. Uh, I'm not 20. I'll we'll have to shazam that. Uh, so here's some other weird marketing tie-ins. CoverGirl limited edition Star Wars mascara. Oh. Unleash your dark side. Oh. Is that true? That's true. That's pretty these, good. No, these are, none of these are jokes. I know. Okay. It's, I, it's yeah. Just, uh, make yourself up to look like a droid or a Sith. There you That's go. the marketing. That's on the oh, box? You could do a little Darth Maul yeah. here. Uh, Star Wars apples and oranges. Just a bag of oranges. They put Star Wars on it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's the thing. And Yoda grapes. Just a bag of oranges. <laughs> and you know what's happening online? Kids are posing next to it because it's got Star Wars on it. Oh. And they're putting it on I'll Twitter. Uh, or Star Wars those. sack of fruit. I'll take those R2-D2 oranges. Hey, um, I was wondering if the Christmas Ewok, do you get your fruit with Star Wars on it? I don't eat a lot of fruit. <laughs> The not, hell good, you, not good for what are you, nuts and nuts and uh, pretty much nuts twigs, and nuts, leaves. twigs, yeah, <laughs> fish. 
fish is good. Well, yeah, the comb he gave you. He ate that. And Dorian fish. Uh, they have uh, Crocs that are Chewbacca themed. Now, oh. are they Harry? Chewbacca's. Yeah. I went to. <laughs> Chewbacca Crocs. Thank you. The severed Wampa arm ice scraper. Oh, that's <laughs> for your car. Great. But that's like a specialty. Oh, that yeah, seems like a great geek yeah, or something. Yeah, that, oh, that's, yeah. But they get the greatest stuff. I mean, the Tauntaun sleeping bag is, is the best idea <laughs> ever. Yeah. Ever. They have you like zip it and you uh, go inside the Tauntaun. The uh, lightsaber <laughs> chopsticks and barbecue tongs. Yeah. That's, that's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's cute, but come but on. I did the buy... The Tauntaun sleeping bag is amazing. <laughs> I did buy uh, some uh, Lucky Charms and Honey Nut Cheerios, and they had Star Wars on the front. So inside, you got something called a droid viewer. And what it is, is a little small model, if you can see it, if you're you watching have, the You'll have to go to YouTube. Paul yeah. has it in his hands It's right a small now. C-3PO bust, right? And when you look in the viewfinder, right, there's oh. this spot here where light comes in. Oh. Then you can see a picture... Of oh. C-3PO. Really? <laughs> Here's a picture of the thing you're holding. <laughs> that's oh, that's hilarious. Or mouse droid. Same thing. You get the mouse droid. You look at it. It's a picture of the mouse droid. <laughs> oh, this is I, this is the best. I love this. I Do had they one make of these Ewok ones? Do they make Ewok ones? We were picture? cut out of. This. Uh, okay, of course <laughs> they were. All right, listen. I had one of these at Captain America. Mike, we're gonna bid you farewell for now. Thank you. Sadly, these Christmas Ewoks gonna hang around. Yeah. Have a great holiday, Mike. We're we're gonna have to clear out much of the space in here to house the unruly personalities of our next guests. None other than the great comedy singing group, the Boubay Sisters, who will join us right after this short ten-second break. Stay with us. I think I slept with that guy before. Oh, I bet you did. Uh, let's see. How to best describe the Boubet sisters? They've been on our show here before, but I think we should go to the introduction that they use on their live show. There's the live crowd, right? Uh, yeah, we take them everywhere with us. Thousands. Ladies and gentlemen. Fresh off a tour of Northern California rest homes and rehab clinics, it's the Soul Sisters from the same Mr. But Different Mamas, the ladies with Motown and Detroit, the golden throats and silver tongues of the mightiest trio of female strength since Charlie's Angels and the Witches of Eastwick. Please welcome the Boubay Sisters. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So the same father. Yes. yes. Different mothers. Yeah, that's yes. why Renee is Jewish. Understood. All right. Well, let, well let's That's see. Why she okay, Renee. So let me go around the table here. Right. And we'll figure out everybody. We have Faye. Hello. Uh, you're kind of the sexy one, right? Well, you know, if by one you mean girl, yes. I I do. Okay. Mm. Yes. Hello. You're like the ringmaster, from what I gather, right? Uh, keeping everything together. Well, if by everything you mean my sisters, yes. Yes. And Renee. Mm -hmm. You just woke her up. Okay. Nice to meet yeah. you. Well, uh, Boubé, let me lead with the question all of America wants to know. Mm -hmm. Is that your real name? K? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Although we used to go by Stop, Drop, and Roll, because our act was so on fire. It's good to have you up. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have you back on our holiday special. I remember when you were here singing carols previously. Yeah. Uh, but the film Sisters with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler is opening opposite Star Wars The Force Awakens. For two ladies, they have really... 
Huge balls. Huge. Now, this is the story of two sisters who reunite as adults to throw one last party in their childhood home before it's sold. Mm-hmm. One sister, played by Polar, is older and more conservative, and the other, played by Faye, is the rebellious type. Now, who would you say is the rebellious type amongst the three of you? That would be me. Hey. Okay, here's what I want to do. Uh, I'm going to play parts of the trailer to Sisters, and you guys help me break it down and get people excited about it, and then we'll wrap everything up with a song. All right, that sounds good. I love games. Let's do it. You guys are known for. Okay. All right. Uh, Here's the first trailer clip. Somebody wake up Renee. Renee. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry, what? First trailer clip. Great. Hey, girl! Alice's sister reunion! What's your deal? I've been having a lot of fun. I don't need lotion in there. Yeah, you do need lotion in there. I could tell stories for days about things I've done with lotion. I'm feeling her character right there. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, in that clip, you, you can't see it, because she's, she's actually putting lotion on an old man's genitals. Yeah. Let's listen to another clip. All right, fine. We are looking for an yard artisan to do some work on our bushes. I bet working on other people's bushes really makes you want to whack your weeds. I was dirtier than I thought. I'm sorry. I got dirty really fast. A pretty randy clip there. <laughs> Sexy puns and everything. No, oh, please. We've only just begun. Hey, why don't you get in my backyard and handle my bulbs? Come on over this afternoon and you can spread my mulch for me. Okay. You'll find I've got a little peat moss growing on the edge of my property. <laughs> Want to jump in my garden and handle my tomatoes? Here we go. Something, something, water my seeds with your hose. What's up, sweaty man? Need a horticulture. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up. I need you to handle my snapdragon for me. Of course me. you do. There's a lot of handling with you. I like handling. All right, let's play another clip. It's a damn shame that you never had your night here. We cannot have a party. You've been divorced two years. You can't avoid putting yourself out there forever. Do not work me like this. All right, it's not that these characters just need this party. I think Tina Fey and Amy Poehler actually need this party, too, because they grew up in the era of John Hughes movies. And who doesn't want... A huge John Hughes party. I mean, toilet paper hanging from the trees, people jumping in and out of the pool. Simple minds blaring right? on the boombox, yeah. high collars, big hair. Vodka eyeballing, snorting crushed Smarties, chugging hand sanitizer. Renee, Renee, what does that have to do with John Hughes? Who's John Hughes? Are we talking about parties? Next clip. Oh. I've been thinking. Why? Will you not drink tonight so I can let my freak flag fly? <laughs> I asked Renee the same thing once. To stop drinking. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, I think the, I finally have full movement back in my wrist. And if I shave my head, you'd be able to see some of the scars. Next and uh, final clip. And this mm-hmm. uh, this features WWE wrestler John Cena. So funny in Trainwreck. Back in a comedy again here at the end of the year. Let's listen. You're the type of badass that I'm susceptible to. My safe word is keep going. <laughs> that is his safe word. I love how they use that in the film. They say, use what you know, do what you're good at, right? John, call me. Okay, so hmm. look, you're, you're the authority when it comes to things involving sisters. Do you want to see this? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it would be fun to get Renee out of the house because sometimes she can't leave because she's not awake. But I think if we get her to the theater, she might be able to stay up. For, you, you know what? We could go mm-hmm. to the theater where they serve beer mm-hmm. and They wine. have those 21 plus screens. Yes. 21 and over. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That'll keep you going, yeah. Is that all they have? They don't have a full bar? What? No, it'd be a full bar. <laughs> yeah. For, you know, it'd be, there'd be beer and other things. 
other things. Okay, right. Well, listen, it wouldn't be right to have one of Southern California's foremost singing groups in studio and not get a holiday song out of them, right? Right. So we need to do that. When is the Backstreet Boys getting in here? No, no, it's you guys. Oh, us. And what can you give us? A little White Christmas, Uh, Away in a Manger or something? No, I don't think so. No, we like to do the classics. What's happening? That's right. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Oh, I see. This was in The Night Before. That's right. Which is in theaters. Of course, it was in Die Die Hard. Die Hard. Come on. Take it away. Classic Christmas. It was December 24th on Hollis Eve after dark When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear Looked at his dog, oh my god, an ill and reindeer But then I was chilling cause the man had a beard And a pack full of presents, 12 o'clock had neared I turned my head a second and the man was gone But he must have left his wolf back damn him alone What? Santa Claus! A million dollars in a gold hundred Buy a boat, matching car with ease. But I never steal from Santa, cause that ain't right. So I was going home to mail it back to him that night. But when I got home, I, I bugged. bugged, cause under the tree was a letter from Santa, Santa and the dough was for me. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Rice and stuff and macaroni and cheese. And Santa's putting gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow is on the ground, snow white, snow bright. In the fireplace is a Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. I like to drink wine, aged in oak barrels. And each and every year we buzz Christmas carols. Rhyme so loud and proud to hear it. It's Christmas time and we got the spirit. Jack Frost chilling, the orchid's out. And that's what Christmas is all about. The time is now. The place is here. The whole wide world is filled with cheer. My name is Boo Bay with a mic in hand. Chilling and cooling just like the snowman. So open your eyes and lend us a ear. We want to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! Thank God he didn't have a way in a manger. Right? Good Lord. You should see what we do to Michael Buble. I've, I've done Michael Buble. Yeah. I know. We've seen pictures. Listen, thank you very much. Boobay Sisters, go to theboobaysisters.com. That's B-O-O-B-E, sisters.com. Check uh, out our video. We have a Christmas video out right now. You can check it out. Uh, oh, you called, covered the Weather Girls, The right? Weather Girls. I need a man for Christmas. There's even Who that. hasn't covered the Weather Girls, really? <laughs> it takes a lot to cover the Weather Girls. <laughs> 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 it took all of the three of us. I, and think, the... I think I'm still doing it. <laughs> it took us and like another eight dancers to cover. <laughs> That's true. It's a whole whole production. Uh, It was like Hands Across America. (laughs) Go to the Boobay Sisters. Get the whole sordid story about these three talented ladies. We'll be back in 10 seconds. I think we've put off the gift exchange long enough, so we'll get to that when we return. Stay tuned. All right, we are back, and 
It is time for the annual gift exchange. Yay! Yay! Presents, Yay! presents, presents. Uh, excuse me. Before we what? before we get too far along, uh-huh. I just I want to say I uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Boo Bay Sisters. Oh, oh, that's nice. Christmas Eve walk. That's great. Well, that's uh, nice. we're happy to get them. And in fact, if I if I could, I I would like to do a song. You would like okay. to do a number. Oh, that's if, right. The Ewoks sing. If I uh-huh. gibberish, yes, right? Yeah. It's not gibberish. Hey, you know what? I say it's, go for it. Okay. Right? Let any chance to spread some Christmas cheer is worth doing. Thank you. It's not gibberish. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> we celebrate a day of peace, a day of Okay, enough of that. I'm enjoying it. Remember that Life Day nonsense? That's great. Yeah, sure it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, don't be sad, Christmas Ewok. You know, there there is something you can do. <gasps> the Scrooge Tracker. The Scrooge Tracker. Now, usually this is the time of year NORAD is tracking Santa's progress with its radar satellite. As it turns out, that's the premium service. But for free, you can track the progress of Ebenezer Scrooge's spiritual journey to Christmas season enlightenment. Oh. Why don't you check the Scrooge tracker for us, Christmas Ewok, and let us know Scrooge's current state. Best case scenario, at the end of the night, he and all of us will have found the Christmas spirit. Well, there's something you can do. He's all sad. Currently, Ebenezer has not gone to sleep and is visited by no former business partners. So, at present, all we have to report is that at present, Ebenezer Scrooge is just a dick. Oh, that's good to know. Thank you for that, Christmas Ewok. I'm just giving you as I see it. You know, every year we buy presents for one another, and we figure we should just open them here on the air, right? Yeah. During the show. People get a kick out of that. We enjoy it. Figure the audience does, too. So... Um, listen, Bart, I know you and I both got something for Karen, so let's do oh, Christmas! Yay! Yeah, yeah, alright, Karen, then uh, go okay. ahead and uh, op- open it up. Here, we got this for you. Oh, what is it? Let me well, see. you got this for her. Oh, this is yeah, from I me? I got my own thing. Oh, you got your own? I'm her okay. husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I love this bag. This yeah. is great. So there it's got it a little doggy yeah. on it. Alright, let me see. What is, what, what is this? It's the Brad Taggart action figure. A Brad what? Brad Taggart! Come on, he's the Will Ferrell character from the new movie Daddy's Home. He's a ton of fun. Look, you can reenact scenes from the movie, like, you know, when he brings home groceries to his family. Uh-huh. You see? Check, check it out. He's he's a stepdad who's doing his best to raise his family with a bunch of children who aren't his own. So there's, you know, exciting challenges you put the action figure through, like negotiating allowances and grounding a young lady who came home late from the school dance. Okay. All right. Well, I, I guess that's kind of fun. Not exactly what I'd... Expect an action figure to do, though. Oh, oh yeah? Well, yeah. Karen? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got wait. this, Karen. What? You might want to open up my gift, then. Oh, cool. Oh, it's small, too. Okay, let's see. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, cool. Another action figure. But this one, he looks totally badass. Look at that. <laughs> it's Dusty Mayron, the biological father of Will Ferrell's kids in Daddy's home. His muscular torso and beefy biceps are ready for action as he rides his motorcycle, pumps iron, and kicks ass. <laughs> motorcycle sold separately. Oh, this is awesome. Hey, is that music sold separately too? Hell no. It's included. Go ahead. Talk about how bitching he is. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Um, Dusty comes with rock hard abs so you can simulate how his full workout routine in your own home while he says cool shit. The kids love. 
Oh, that was so cool. Thank you. That is the best gift ever. He has no shirt on either. It's well, you know, hot, yeah. Yeah, he rarely wears a shirt. It's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, oh that's right. You know, he actually does say the cool what? shit kids love. You don't have to try your hand at the voice, right? You can uh-huh. simply press the button on the back of the figure. Go ahead. Wait. Looks like we got ourselves a good old-fashioned dad off. You- Wait, hold on, Karen, but Wait. My, mine does that, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, here, pu- push it and just, just listen. All right, I'm pushing it. I've always wanted to be a dad. <laughs> yeah, but does Dusty have a kung fu grip? Damn straight. Mine comes with an easy grip briefcase. Oh, I love it. I love it, Paul. It's so great. Figured, you know, I know a few years ago you loved getting that We're the Millers RV playset. Uh-huh. This yes. is from the same company that made that. Well, you know, Karen, just for your information, Will Ferrell was supposed to play the Dusty character instead of Mark Wahlberg, and Ed Helms was supposed to play the Brad character, so. Did you just punch me in the face, Brad? Thanks, Bart. Your present's really good, too. Thank you. Listen, I think they'll go really well together. We'll find out Christmas Day. Oh! <laughs> little Paul Harvey at the end there. We'll find out. Are they coming back? Christmas is this Day. is this kind of like, uh, is this a team now? Am I supposed to expect them as a team? I, it's two movies, right? Yeah, this yeah, is a, the other guys in this. Wahlberg makes an incredible num- high number of films. He does. And he every does year, lot- at least two every year. But I think it's three. You usually put out your forgettable January, February movie, a big summer movie this year, Ted 2, and now something in the Christmas we got this. A year ago, it was The Gambler and Transformers. Yeah. Probably something in the, in the early... The guy just cranking out movies. And he does more comedies than anything now, right? Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah. A lot of them. Ewok? No. Transformers, does, right? Pretty Does hilarious. Mark Wahlberg make you laugh? I don't find him funny. On the I inside? don't find anything funny. Okay. Well, Paul, this year we decided that all of us yes, would chip together. in and get you a gift. Yay! Oh, wait. So instead of three gifts from the movie guys, I get one. That's great. Now don't be a gold Scroogey Grinchy. Look, and, and don't worry. I think you're really going to like this gift a whole lot. But before you open it up, we want to see if you can guess what it is. Okay, now, we all know how much you love action movies. Oh, you so. got me an advanced copy of the new Jack Reacher movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Look, if I had that, I'd keep it for myself. No, no. But this movie is almost as good. Yeah, and this one has FBI agents and bank robbers in it. And extreme sports. Okay, well, I'm going to open up. Let's see. Wait a minute. Is there surfing in this movie? Paul, more than just surfing. There's base jumping, skydiving. And motorcycles and fast cars and a whole lot of this. Okay, yeah, I think I know what this is. How could you possibly know, Paul? Yeah. Did you shake the bag? I told you, no oh, shaking the bag. Sorry, the bag. Yeah, yeah, I even opened it up. Look, I just said this sounds really familiar. Like, tell me, is this a story of a bunch of wild party guys who enjoy doing crazy things like jumping out of planes and surfing huge waves, but then they also go and rob a bunch of banks and stuff in a Robin Hood steal from the rich and give to the poor kind of way? Um, well, yeah, but there's a whole lot more. For example, there's this FBI agent, and he has to go... He has to go undercover and infiltrate this gang of criminal daredevils. Are you sure you weren't peeking when we were wrapping your gift? Look, Karen, that's just a lucky guess. He'll never guess what his name is. Yeah, we'll even give you a hint. He's named after a state. Johnny Utah. What the? How? Are you sure you didn't go snooping? Look, I'm sure. Look, I really appreciate the thought, but you just gave me point break, didn't you? Wait a minute. How did you know? This is the gift I gave you guys back in 1991. You just re-gifted it, didn't you? Uh, right, Karen, we've been... Ha- I'm so- we're sorry, Paul. Look, schedule's got a little hectic. And I- we didn't have time to go to the mall. I told you not to put Adam in charge of the gift exchange. Where did he get this anyway? I, I saw it on his DV- DVD collection at home. It was right next to the Planet of the Apes. I knew it. Now that is a movie worth re-gifting. Oh, yeah. 
Or is it? We got that Tim Burton one. I don't know. No, <laughs> I think Planet of the Apes was a decent remake, right? The Tim Burton one? Oh, not yeah, right. Not the Mark Wahlberg one. Yeah, the, right. Uh, right. See, it's Wahlberg. The, the Franco Wahlberg. one. I, yeah, but I that's totally a that's a pre that's a sequel of sorts. Yeah, Mark that's Wahlberg. That's a prequel. No. I'm not listening to you with Franco. because I just put the dad who's responsible <laughs> on the tauntaun, so he's busy riding Well, you're that. playing with your toys. Yeah. As you should, it's Christmas. It is. But let's get back to the point oh, at I'm hand. Oh, I'm sorry. What is that Planet point? of the Apes. So oh. the Mark Wahlberg was a remake, but, <laughs> but the, ja- the James Franco was yeah, kind of a reboot of the it like a, series. It was yeah. like a prequel rebooting the whole series. Origin. Yeah. Origin but Rise of, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was fantastic. That one oh, with Franco's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Best actor in the whole movie, Andy Serkis. Look, we've had this argument before. <laughs> I don't want to have it again. It's the Christmas season. I don't want to get into why, how he's you know not what? acting and what they could have done with, it is. No, here's the deal with Andy Serkis. What they could do in the new Star I bet I know why the Christmas Ewok is in that movie. I bet Andy Serkis came in and played Ooh. all the Ewoks. Stupid. <laughs> Ewok, <laughs> why so sad? You didn't like your Animalisa gift? I won't know until it opens wide on January 1st. <laughs> oh. Hey, you know what? I can get you another gift. Really? How would you like to see a movie that stars Anna Faris? Yeah? Yeah. And Jason Lee, Christina Applegate, okay. Justin Long, yeah. Tony Hale. Oh, hell yeah. Well, congratulations. You just got a front row seat to Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. All right, you chipmunks, ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Ready, Simon? Okay. Ready, Theodore? Okay. Alvin? Alvin. Woo! It kicks that hamster wheel's butt. Alvin! Whoa! Yes, the latest installment of the Chipmunk Cinematic Universe brings us this year's ballsiest form of counter programming. Some novelty acts never get old, and then there's the Chipmunks. The Chipmunks return for the fourth time, making this the Thunderball of Chipmunks movies. <laughs> in Alvin and the Chipmunks of the Road Chip, the latest computer technology was employed to bring you a title pun this advanced. The beloved, squawky-voiced characters return in what movie critics are calling mandatory for families whose kids are too young to see Star Wars. Jason Lee makes a triumphant return to the big screen and the bank in this latest edition of the Chipmunks, making this his Moonraker of Chipmunks <laughs> movies in Roger Moore terms. <laughs> Depending on which trailer you watch, this movie is either about the chipmunks trying to stop Dave's wedding, or the chipmunks taking a road trip, or the chipmunks being hunted down by a deranged air marshal after being put on the no-fly list. Sadly, it's about all three of those things. IMDb describes the film this way. Through a series of misunderstandings, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore come to believe that Dave is going to propose to his new girlfriend in Miami and dump them. They have three days to get him to stop the proposal, saving themselves not only from losing Dave, but possibly from gaining a terrible stepbrother. Nothing good ever comes from a description that begins with, through a series of misunderstandings. I rest my case. Although we do kind of enjoy Jack, uh, John. What? Chrissy's pregnant? <laughs> well, you know, Paul, as long as they have them singing a popular song from today's Top 40, then I don't care what this movie is about. And that's what the producers are counting on. Yeah, that just never gets old. 
We could easily dismiss Elvin and the Chipmunks as the gem and the holograms of cartoon adaptations, but that would be redundant. <laughs> and you may wonder what Ferris, Applegate, Jason Lee, and Justin Long are all doing in a film like this. But after the first three Chipmunk films made a combined total of a billion dollars, clearly Paycheck the Movie has some deep artistic appeal to those actors. For those of you keeping track at home, in the last 10 years, that's one Star Wars movie and four Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Keep that in mind when people say the world is unfair. <laughs> there you go. I'm applauding. I'm applauding the inevitable. I'm uh, applauding that it's over. We're done with the review. For the record, I love Three's Company. Oh, it was great. Oh, I love Three's Company. I, I'm not a chipmunks person. I like the one song for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. That's it. That's great. I don't need to see anything else. There was my favorite episode is when honestly they they think Chrissy's pregnant because she has a sliver in her finger and Jack overhears her through the tr- door through her door, damn oh, door. trying to get it out of her mm-hmm. and it's the most <laughs> disgusting innuendo for abortion ever and it's just oh, her yeah Jesus. just like I gotta get this thing out of me and that's how Jack concludes that <laughs> just she just rip must it be out <laughs> yeah, just, oh God. yeah yeah just grab it or some some horrible description but the uh, Three's Company has such an impact on us that whenever we moved out here we thought about living in Santa Monica. Above the Re- or down well, the street down from the, the street, Well, certainly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just but, seemed like a nice place to live. So that's what I was watching when I was a kid, not the chipmunks. No, me either. And I, you know, I, I could say now I'm not the demographic, but even when I was a kid, I kind of wasn't. I never really watched them. I know they got into trouble and they drove Dave nuts. And uh, are know. they like the fart noise for really boring kids? And by that I mean farts are always funny. Yeah. They're always funny because they sound funny. Are the chipmunk voices like? The fart version for nerdy it's kids. Sped up. It's hilarious. Right? It does it get, it's so overplayed. But now that I think about it, you have to speed the voice up to make it go that fast, right? Yeah. So what, how difficult, this might be a difficult film to make. Because <laughs> you got to, like, when you're Jason Lee, I mean, but he doesn't, like, hold for an extra long period of time. Well, I think there's Wait, probably uh, a knob on the machine now that just turns oh, it into Computer chip. technology. Well, thanks, Ewok. Thank you. Thank you. Christmas right. Ewok, he probably does it himself. You like, know, for a man that Christmas in... <laughs> Santa Land or whatever. Where do you live? Yeah, for I a man was, who lives in a tree, you know a lot about yeah. the technology. I was computer generated myself. Oh no, you oh. weren't, but you will be. You keep that up. <laughs> I did I, listen to this song today in the car, um, and Jason Lee, he, the guy who originally did the Alvin the Scream, is great at it. There's you know, something about it. it's really thick and it's just so full of frustration. I don't get that from Jason you're not Lee. That from Jason? No. Voiceovers, voiceovers were different back then. Just take the Haunted Mansion tour. Oh, it's so good. And when you hear those, uh, where do ghosts They're come out thick. to socialize? <laughs> There's just a way they have, mm-hmm. even the, I find a way to get out. Like that yeah. voice, too. They're all just, they just sound different. I don't know. It's some classic sound they had that they just don't have today. Yeah, that, that guy just sounds like he is going to pull out every hair, and it's on one line. Jason Lee said Alvin twice. That, he, that guy only says it once. All right. To get him in line, and Jason Lee had to like plead him a little bit. It didn't have the same. That gravitas. actor who played Dave uh, killed himself. Whoa! What? what? No, but when the probably the because of working the fucking chip. <laughs> what do you mean? No the stress went nuts. What do you mean? Ah. <laughs> but I do have a question. Out. I do stress. have a question. Point of clarification: Dave's not the only one that sees the chipmunks, right? We Everyone else can know. see him. Yeah, know. is it like a Toontown world? I, oh, I it's know. the weirdest thing because there are no other woodland creatures scurrying about as members right. of other people's family. I'm proud to say I don't know. <laughs> yes. Karen, why don't you go watch the first one and get mm. back to us. Right? But they interact with other people. Right? So he introduces his boys to the fiancé, and they're like, oh, hey, there's Dave's family. That's Nothing odd about that. And, and the bad guy is the jerky son of the fiancé. Not, re- re- <laughs> not the three varmint you've let into your home. <laughs> yeah, uh, Myron and the rats or something, you know, and the three rats. Who they gotta, 
face square off with. So there you go, Christmas Ewok. It's Elvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. Yay! Well, for me, gee, thanks. I I already have one here. Uh, wait, I got you this. Ooh, oh, another present. So present. many presents. I don't know what to do. With. He does bring gifts. That we should one, bring him more often. That one's got like a they, maybe they were mark quotes. on it, like it's wet. They are. Yeah. Why is why is the bag Ooh, leaking? I'm not going <laughs> to take this out of here. It's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of sticks tied together, and it smells like a dead bird. Uh, close. It's a it's a couple of sticks I tied together, and I let a dead bird uh, I let a bird die on it. Yeah, oh, that's nice. It's a traditional compliment. It, it means you're awesome. Oh, that's nice. And here I am with no way to prove otherwise. That's too bad for the bird. And no way to tell if you're screwing with me. Yep, yep. Yes, yep, yep. Thank you. Yep, it's yep. Th- this is about that time on our show when we need to take a break and hear from our sponsors. Before we do, hey, Christmas Ewok, why don't you check in again with NORAD, uh, who's using its radar technology to track the progress of Ebenezer Scrooge's night of harassment at the hands of ghosts. Where does he stand now, and what do you see? Uh, currently, Scrooge is witnessing his younger self and realizing that he wasted his youth not serving man. Uh, so his selfishness has now dropped to uh, 70%. Oh, that's good. Is that good or bad? Oh, it's you going want down. Low, you want yeah. low 70%? Yeah. 70% percent sounds like a high percentage. Oh, it, it is high. It's bad for a regular yeah. person, but it's good for Scrooge. Oh, okay. His dick. What is, are you talking his dick about? Is, his dick level is oh, like 150. Oh, being a dick. So not his a 70. Yeah. Not his actual dick is 100. Scrooge's dick. Oh, my gosh. Hey, uh, oh, I have a funny little dick right joke. Uh, last night, the Boobay Sisters and I were performing. Hold on. Is it a little dick joke or a little <laughs> a big dick, dick joke. joke? We were singing for these golden agers. They were just adorable, like 80-year-old men and women. And afterwards, because we were told to be a little randy, so we sang our Deo song where Leah goes, six foot, seven foot, eight foot schlong. <laughs> And we were like, well, hopefully they won't be offended. After the show, this adorable little lady came up and said, that's pretty exciting, a seven-foot schlong. (laughs) We were like, she found us, went out of her way to comment on the schlong comment. Let's not forget, these people have lived the life of all this dirty shit already. (laughs) I don't know why we cater to them, like they don't know know. what this stuff is. She thought that was, she's like, I'm taking that with me. But clearly, even for her, there is such a thing as too much, because she didn't mention the eight-foot schlong. It was the seven one that's yeah, that's the perfect size. You don't talk about the eight. The oh. seven one, the eight one. That's now you're just being obscene. It was so funny. Christmas Ewok. So what's uh, Scrooge's oh. dick up to right now? <laughs> All right, don't answer that. Uh, let's take. Oh, hey, we need to take that quick oh. break I mentioned and hear from our sponsor. So let's uh, check in with them. Here we go. Thank you, Paul. Welcome once again to the Movie Guys Shopping Channel. This commercial break, we have a real treat for you. So here we go. This is the one you've been waiting for. This is the time of year when we all need some joy. Wouldn't you say so? Right? Yeah. All right. Well, check this out. We have in studio a movie actually called Joy. How appropriate. <laughs> uh, but we only have it here for a short time, and supplies are limited, so... Uh, actually, this movie is opening in wide release on over 4,000 screens. Not sure that's really what you would call a limited supply. <laughs> Well, Karen, I'm sure it's not playing in Odiata or Elmira, so for those good folks, the Movie Guys Shopping Channel is the only place they'll be able to get it. Now, check this out. Okay. Joy is about a lady who invents a mop, (laughs) and her name just happens to be Joy. Actually, it's Joy Mangano who invented the Miracle Mop. Oh my gosh, Joy Mangano! She's a good friend of the Movie Guys Shopping Channel. What a coincidence. Says, you, know, you, you know what? She's actually going to be here a little later. Because, you know, the holidays can get really messy, and what better way to clean up after a bunch of relatives than with the best mop in the world? Bart, the movie. <laughs> oh, right. Joy, the movie. <laughs> okay, now, compared to a lot of holiday movies this season, this one comes with dual sex appeal. 
That's right, sex appeal for both men and women. It stars Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> or J-Law, as she likes to be called, right? She likes that, huh? <laughs> I mean, I think that's what Bradley Cooper calls her because he's in this movie, too. <laughs> and so is Robert De Niro and Donna Mills. Hey, Karen, you remember Donna Mills, don't you? Uh, maybe. Yeah, sure you do. Knott's Landing, The Love Boat, SWAT, all those great 70s hits. Donna Mills. Well, then I guess you could say it's a three-way sex appeal, men, women, and senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> now, in addition to the sex appeal, this movie comes with plenty of inspiration and triumph of the human spirit as Joy Mangano struggles against the dysfunctional family she lives in and forces, in the forces of a not-so-fair marketplace to become both the matriarch of her family and the head of an enterprise. And who doesn't need some inspiration during the holiday season anyway, right? What with the shopping, the food, and the gift buying? Ugh. <laughs> Tell me about it. And you know what I like about this movie, Karen? Mm -mm. It's a Christmas movie for all religions. Oh. Because it's called Joy. And anyone can go see this Christmas movie and not be offended or feel left out. Hey, look, we all know how stressful the holiday season can be. But one of the biggest stresses is money, right? Right. <laughs> Gift buying can really add up. That's why if you buy your tickets for this movie before 11 a.m. on weekdays and 12 noon on weekends, we will slash the ticket price in half from 12 down to $6. That's a 50% savings, and you still get the dual sex appeal and all the inspiration. And wait, I just realized something else about this movie, Bart. Would you look at this? It also comes with a healthy dose of drama, family conflict, and it's all mixed with humor. <laughs> It's my fault. I gave her the confidence to think she was more than just an unemployed housewife. <laughs> okay, uh, Karen, I now have our producer in my ear, and she informs me that if, if our listeners call to order right now, and if they say the words, Movie Guy Showcast, when placing their order, we will throw in, for no extra charge, a whole bunch of charm. Well, I don't see how you couldn't see this movie this holiday season. <laughs> okay, I'm taking a look at the clock. Time is running out on this special offer. If you haven't gotten your joy this Christmas yet, then this movie is exactly what you need. Order now. And we're back, and I think it's time for a little holiday tradition. Oh, An honest-to-goodness... Yes. Holiday poem. Mm -hmm. uh, won't that inject a little Christmas cheer into the Admirals Club? I'm a big fan of tradition, absolutely. Paul. I think that's a yeah. thing to do. I do tradition every year. That's just how I work well, that with my traditions. It, that makes it tradition. Yeah. Oh, okay. In celebration of both the holiday season and the fact that there's a new Quentin Tarantino movie coming out, the movie guys would like to read a Christmas classic as told from the master of gangster movies ah. himself. Hmm. And so we present to you A Visit from Saint Cinema. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a couple of hard pipe-hitting niggas. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of killing Nazis danced in their heads. When out on the roof there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Oh, what the fuck's happening? Oh, oh man. shit! Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. What the, the moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. Sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'd never know because I wouldn't eat the filthy motherfuckers. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment that it must be the wolf. I saw problems. With his winter vehicle held aloft by his ensemble's great fame, he reigned at the joke as he called his eight hateful cast members by name. Now Jackson, now Madsen, now Tatum and Dern, on Russell, on Goggins, on Rolf and Waltz. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. 
He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. Well, we have to be talking about one charming motherfucking pig. <laughs> I mean, he had to be ten times more charming than that arm on green ankles, you know what I'm saying? He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. You remember Antoine Rockamora, half black, half Samoan, used to call him Tony Rocky Howard? And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. I wouldn't go so far as to call the brother fat. I mean, he got a weight problem. What's the nigga gonna do? He's Samoan. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. Whoa, 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 stop right there. I mean, eating a bitch out and giving a bitch a foot massage ain't eating the same fucking thing. As he sprang to his paper to pen his next script, I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Merry Tarantine Noel to all, and to all a good night. All right. That is a tradition in my house. Yes. I, I remember forward, gathering around the fire and, and Dad reading that to us right before bed. Sadly, not every year, though. No. You don't get Tarantino every year. He's not like Woody Allen or Coen Brothers. Yeah. So he's like, when did Django come out? Two years ago? That was Django? a Christmas no. release, though, I believe. It was a Christmas release. Three, four years yeah. now. Yeah. No. Man, he waits been, too long. Has it been only two? What's I, th I think a, this has been pretty quick between movies for him. Eight movies in 20 years? Uh, right? Or 23 yeah. years was since uh, Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. I don't have a calculator, so I don't know how many movies that is every I love year. how in the trailers it just says the eighth movie by Quentin Tarantino. He does keep track. Oh, is that the... Every one of them, he puts the number of which number it is. Yeah. It's his thing. It's his thing. Are there any other numerical uh, associations? Because this is the Hateful Eight and the eighth movie from oh. Tarantino. Oh. Is there something going Maybe on? Maybe the world will end. Well, is there something going on in uh, Django that had to do with the number seven? Maybe not. Maybe it's Maybe just not. one where he's like, oh, this is the perfect time to do the Hateful Eight. Uh, it's my eighth movie. Maybe it's good luck. It's good luck in Haiti. Maybe Django <laughs> is Latin for seven. <laughs> I think it is. Let's ask if Siri. If I knew Latin, I would, I would tell you. Is Siri, Siri going to answer that? No, There's some numerology going on here. What letter of the alphabet is DJ? The J is silent, right? All right, so that numbers. <laughs> One last break, and we'll be uh, back here with our old friend Stephen Ooh. Lewis to close out the whole special with his patented storytelling abilities as he regales us. I regaling. love being regaled. <laughs> <laughs> with a legendary holiday tale from the days of yore. We what will, days? We'll be back in 10 seconds. Days of your what? <laughs> It's Darth Vader, Lando Calrissian, and 4LOM from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Part of the Star Wars collection of 48 action figures, each sold separately. Now there's a brand new action figure not yet available in stores. It's 9Numb. You can get 9Numb free with five proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figures. Details on specially marked packages. Offer expires June 15, 1983. Darth Vader, Lando Calrissian, 4LOM, and other action figures, each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Talk about ringing, <laughs> ringing the last dollar out of that. Nine numb. Nine numb. Please welcome back to the Admirals Club, old friend of the show, Stephen Lewis. Oh, we're here. We're back. Yay. We're back. So we Hi. wrap up our Christmas special the way we do every year mm -hmm. with story time with Steve. Yay. Paul, I I'm, I'm sorry. Can we just stop, no offense, Steve, with the Steve Christmas stories? They what? never work out. And they just bring everybody down. Yeah. Okay. All right. If I could just say something here for a second, uh, I'll grant you. Uh, some of my previous entries have not been quite up to, to snuff. To say know. the least. Steve. Sherlock True. Holmes is not a Christmas story. No. 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 The Secret Life of Walter Mitty is not a Christmas classic. No. And um, it's not a regular classic. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> And as far as the 12 lays of Christmas, maybe porno wasn't the way to go for the seasonal <laughs> classic. But anyway, but this year, this year, yes. though, it's all going to change because I do actually have a story that is Christmas appropriate oh. and holiday themed. It's called Concussion. 
Oh, my God, that sounds terrible. What kind of title is Concussion for a Christmas Story? Okay, okay, but think this through. Uh-huh. Christmas is, amongst other things, the Festival of Lights, right? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. And so that fits in with the tagline of this story, which is, sometimes it takes a bump on the head to see the light. Wow. So that, that is not the tagline. <laughs> What's that? That's not the tagline. Yeah, where'd you get that from? No. No, it isn't, but it should oh. be because because yeah? what is Christmas all about, really? Christmas? Well, come on. What is it? What's the forgiveness, birth of Christ? Forgiveness, life. Yeah. Giving. There's Christ. Oh, giving. Okay. It's oh. the season of giving. Presents. Yeah, giving. Okay. Presents. Yeah, presents. So, in this story, Will Smith uh-huh. is the, um, he's uh, a real-life guy, a forensic pathologist, Dr. Bennett Umalu. Okay. And he gives a tremendous gift to the NFL. Okay, and this isn't some uh, something that he bought or picked up somewhere. Uh-huh. This is homemade because oh, those are the best kind, really. Yeah, really, and they're the <laughs> ones that take the most thought, the and then you work yeah. the hardest for the homemade ones. Yeah. You know what this is? No. no, this is a brand spanking new disease that this guy finds. A oh, new no, medical no, diagnosis no. that no one else had ever come up before, and it's and it's traumatizing ex NFL players. So, That's his gift. No, exactly. That's, that's, that's his gift horrible to, the, to give someone a disease no, at Christmas. No, he's not giving them the disease. Oh. He's discovering the disease. Oh. He's making this diagnosis All right, so that's now no one can... ever made before, and he he gives it. He gives it to the NFL. But so that's you're, like, you're, not, you're, wait, you're, you're really not getting into the right spirit like, of this. But say my crotch is itchy, and then you say I've gonorrhea. So now I had an itchy crotch, and now I have a gonorrhea crotch. But now you know what it is, so you can treat it. Oh. See? So hold on. Go. There you go. So huh? he, he makes hey. a medical breakthrough. Steve, which Steve. Is great. What? But then what how? is it called? Yeah. I'm sorry? What is the diagnosis called? Yeah. Oh, the diagnosis is called CT. I'm trying desperately to get us back on track. CT, and, and, and we all appreciate that. <laughs> Thank well, you. That's why we have you around. Plus, it's your show. Um, <laughs> CTE, which stands for uh, chronic. Traumatic encephalopathy. Okay, I, again, awful. I say this. It, he, he made a medical breakthrough. That's great, but how exactly is that Christmassy? Well, you haven't asked me how he discovered it. How did he discover it? Thank you, Karen. Mm-hmm. He gets visited by the ghost of Christmas past. He does? By which I mean to say the dead body of Hall of Fame Pittsburgh Steelers Center, Mike Webster. <laughs> Good Lord. That's no now, fun. Yeah, well, no. If, if you, you can roll with this, this guy is a, is a pathologist. He deals with dead bodies. He, he, he studies them. But it's not gross. It's knowledge, Karen. Oh, it's knowledge. And, and if you think about it, he's really kind of like Santa in his workshop, working oh. with, these, with, with these dead bodies, trying to find diseases. He is so committed to this one. He wants to find out why a seemingly healthy 50-year-old man, uh-huh. an, a, a, an athlete no less, uh, tried to commit suicide because he had uh, dementia. He had all of the the, uh, uh, the the qualities of paranoid schizophrenia, Alzheimer's. He's trying to figure out why is this aff- afflicting such a, such a player. He's so committed to this that he takes the guy's brain. He brings it. He brings it home with him so he can study it after hours. That's how committed this dude is. No, that's how sick this dude is. Like the tagline says, Karen. What? Sometimes. Sick is where we have to start in order to get healthy. That's not the tagline. No, that's awful. Okay, no it isn't. But again, it Uh, should be because 
the Webster's, the, the 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 guy, his same symptoms turn up again and again in other ex NFL oh. players that this guy examines, other other dead players. So it's it's a it's a real thing. So they all have the same diagnosis, CTE. And what does CTE stand for again? It um, Christmas time evil disease. No, it so doesn't, that, Steve. It what? does not stand for that. No, it, it doesn't. But for the purpose of our story, it might as well have because, again, let's get back to the giving thing because he takes this diagnosis that he has and he gives his he gives it he gives uh-huh. it to the NFL and he says, look. This uh, I, I I I have these findings, and this this disease that I've discovered is making a lot of your players crazy later in life and causing long term brain damage. So, I'm giving you this information so you can use it to adjust your rules and regulations to help people down the line not suffer from this disease anymore. And helping people is what the Christmas season is all about. I thought Christmas was about giving. Well, helping is a subset of giving. Okay. So, okay. So it still works out there. Okay. So anyway, uh, you're all with me here. He okay. gives the gift. He gives the gift. And so, but, okay. So to get back to that, uh-huh. this gift is rejected by the NFL. Yeah. Nobody wants to be told they have horrible diseases at Christmas. But I'm with Karen. Yeah. Well, no, he's not telling the NFL they have the disease. He's saying, hey, look, here's a way, here, here's here's the diagnosis so you can help treat this, so you can help prevent people, but they don't want to know. They don't want to know about this disease that people in their organization are suffering from. They want to cover it up. Kind of like the Catholic Church. Kind of like it. And we'll mm. get to that in a second. That, you're, you're, you're jumping my references. Here. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> I didn't read ahead. <laughs> Karen's giving the gift of improvisation for Christmas. <laughs> I'm listening to you. With and it. we're, we're rejecting it. it. No, no, no. No, but I mean, we've all been there, right? Haven't we all, you know, given a gift and worked hard on it? I don't think the Christmas Ewok has. He looks very angry about this. I made that fish comb. Oh, that's nice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And, and how excited were they to get that? He didn't seem very pleased. No, no. He was like he was like the NFL treating with, with your diagnosis. You know. Well, he's got that CTE thing. Maybe it, exactly. exactly. I think the, the Christmas, Christmas Ewok, Ewok knows what I'm talking it. about. The Christmas Ewok gets it. <laughs> Eric and uh, the Ewok and Faye. Oh, come on. Renee, no. just go to sleep. Seriously, no. But seriously, who? I mean, who hasn't given a gift to someone and have it been? Bart rejected Bart. or or ill received. Yeah, all my gifts Bart. are. That's great. true. No, I mean, <laughs> okay. that happens a lot of Christmas. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That, that's make you feel something good. related to. And then how many times have we given a gift and then the givee not only doesn't want it, but then goes on to try to discredit you, blackmail you, and uses strong arm tactics to shut you up? Who hasn't no, had that I've happen? Never had well, that, that, that hasn't happen. happened as much. Every no, year in the Kai's really. household. <laughs> there you go. Don't live with Bart. This film is getting more holiday relatable as we go on. Right. Wow, so, it's so okay. So listen. Yes. Quiet, please. What happens next? Okay, so in true holiday fashion, at our hero's darkest moment, he's visited by none other than the Christmas angel. <laughs> really, Stephen? Really, that's 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 what happens next in the movie? Concussion. Well, yes, by which I mean to say Alec Baldwin is a friendly neurosurgeon and former team doctor of the Pittsburgh Steelers, whose own work with NFL players corroborates Will Smith's findings. So I, I feel like I'm having a concussion while I'm listening to this. <laughs> Form follows function. So anyway, these two guys, they join together, they yeah. pull their resources to team up and take on the NFL powers that be who want to keep this information from the public. They're like, you know what they're like? No. They're outsiders. They're what? like they're like Rudolph and Hermie on that oh, Christmas I've special. Seen that. You know, they're the underdogs fighting the power, and and that's what Christmas is really all about—is the underdog. Oh, 
You know? I thought it was about giving. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay? Come on. Now, then they, then they go on. They, yeah. they go and they present their findings at this conference. All right? And, 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 and Steve, and Steve, Steve. Okay, listen. What? Once again, it sounds like you're flailing to yeah. turn something into a Christmas story that just isn't. Right? I mean... It, that's really true, actually, because I think the more you talk, the more I start to think that this is a very sad story. <sighs> okay, you know what? You're right. But on a serious note, I do want to say, yeah, this one, it, this is a, this is a this is a serious story, guys, and it's worth seeing because it's a very important subject. You mentioned the Catholic Church. This this is very much this is very similar to Spotlight. It's very similar to The Insider. All the President's Men. All these movies are about entrenched organizations trying to cover up ugly truths about how they operate and the people who are trying to fight and 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 uncover those and, and and make those publicly known so it is it a christmas story no not exactly but it is a story about heroes uh everyday actual heroes and i for one think the holidays is a perfect time to commemorate people like that who at least can get with me on that anybody because I've also got Love the Coopers here. I can read you that if you'd prefer. No, no, no. no. All right. Concussion. See concussion. Thank you, Steve. This season, you'll be glad you Thank did. Thank you, Steve. I, I, Christmas I, miracle. That's, that's over. appreciated. All right. Yeah, well, that was another great story, Steve. <laughs> All right. I got to go. I'm cheering up though. a children's ward now. <laughs> listen, I, well, listen, before you go, don't you feel it like getting closer every second? What? Christmas? What's that? No, Star Wars. Oh. Force oh. Awakens. Yes. <laughs> but Christmas too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Listen, I imagine we're all excited about Christmas Day, but nobody more than Ebenezer Scrooge, whose oh. progress to Christmas morning enlightenment is being tracked by NORAD. Mm. Oh, we can do that now. We can. Let's wow. check in on Christmas Spirit's most popular symbol and throw things over to the Christmas Eve. Oh, good. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Ebenezer has rounded Christmas present. Uh, he's realized the plight of Tiny Tim and is now headed to the future as, as we speak. To witness his own death and complete his journey to goose purchasing. Hmm. You make that thrilling. Uh, keep thank us you. posted if anything changes. It won't. It's the same every year. It's <laughs> mm. good All point. Right. Well, thank you, Christmas Ewok. That's great. And you, hey, and you have a great life day. Oh, happy life day. I will. I oh, will. yeah. Happy we'll, life day. Thank you. We'll celebrate it with all the usual and grilling Christmas food. Uh, here's, here's a traditional bisque. Oh, God, oh, what does wow. that smell? Uh, it's bantha excrement and curdled <gasps> blue milk. It's a, it's a traditional dish. Oh, my God. Is it? Mm. Yeah, in our culture, it means I've had a a great time on your chat show. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know he was British. You know, we we can replace you. We can replace you with a CGI character. (gasps) I got to go now. I'm doing FAO Schwartz. I believe they just went bankrupt. (laughs) He probably knows what that feels like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that does it for another Movie Guys holiday special. Together, we are the Movie Guys. Individually, we are. You can follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys for daily jokes and links. Also, Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as iTunes, Vimeo, YouTube, Stitcher, Funny or Die, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, all that shit. We're out there. Uh, let's uh, throw something out to uh, DigitalMindProductions.com, TheBooBaySisters.com, uh, KarenVolpe.com, and any other plugs that people have out there to find us. Thanks to Mike J. Nichols, The Boo Bay Sisters, David Beach, who left... The Christmas Ewok, who is here. Steve Schultz and our comedy closer every year for the holidays, Stephen Lewis. Yay! Stephen. Yay! 
I will be back with a new show on January 6th to talk about The Revenant and compare how many times we each saw Star Wars The Force Awakens. And as we leave you, let's rely once again on Mike J. Nichols to set the tone with his original song, Waiting in Line for Star Wars. Enjoy this tune, and you can find it on YouTube.com slash The Edit Doctor. Have a great holiday. Thought you were playing with my heart Because I hear you're out with other guys But you say we're only playing Star Wars Tonight, I think what should I do? Cause when I tell you that I love you You just say I know you do I'm always waiting in line my feelings but my feelings don't trust you I'm always waiting in line for you you'd never wait in line for me like you'd wait in line for Star Wars and I'm feeling the gravity how things need to go your way this girl's a It's like the Death Star And it's time to blow this thing and go home And no more waiting in line for you I'm only waiting in line just to see I'm seeing a brand new Star Wars And there's a new Star Wars